This is section 99 of more newspaper articles by Mark Twain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Daily Dramatic Chronicle, November 30, 1865, read by John Greenman. Too terse. Fitz Smythe had another fine runaway horse item yesterday, but he only made nine lines of it. Come now, elaborate it, and make it funny like you did that other one. Don't you know that your entertaining runaway horse literature is getting to be looked for eagerly in the Alta every morning? Give us a one-horse poem, can't you? Don't be mean, Fitz Smythe. Don't be mean. Shame. Fitz Smythe brags on his beautiful new false teeth and tells how closely they resemble nature and how they defy the keenest scrutiny and how they even impose upon the wearer himself but he says never a word about how they impose upon the restaurant keepers oh this is shameful bribery corruption how much fruit peanuts and salvation did fitz smythe get for that first-rate notice of the apple peddler and the old street preaching crisis man you are becoming considerably too brash fitz smythe you will have to be crowded down a little you must stop using the columns of a great commercial paper to puff all the old bummers in town drunk or what was the matter with the genial fitz smythe when he branched out on that high art criticism in tuesday's alta he says one of the best paintings he has seen in san francisco is genuine horman etc meaning horseman of course now how can a mere painting on lifeless canvas be a genuine horseman and then immediately he drops the horseman and goes to talking incoherently about something connected with an artist's studio what natural connection can there be between a genuine horseman or bogus horseman or yet a horseman of any kind and an artist's studio you have been getting drunk again fitzmythe you had better stop that you know end of the daily dramatic chronicle november thirtieth eighteen sixty five read by john greenman